Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. In today's program, we bring you an experience-sharing article from the China Fahui entitled Clarifying the Truth Face-to-Face in Beijing by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The article was published on the Minghui website on November the 22nd, 2022. Greetings, Master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. I live in a rural area. My son and his family live in Beijing. In 2017, my son asked me to come and take care of my grandson. Part 1. Breaking through the attachment of fear. I was afraid to go to Beijing because my name was on the Chinese Communist Party's CCP blacklist. I didn't want to be arrested when I went through the train station's checking system when they scanned my ID card. In addition, I thought the cultivation environment in Beijing was too difficult as it was the capital city. I was unsure if I could continue to clarify the truth in that environment. But I knew my mission and responsibility was to help Master save people wherever I went, and I could not let Master down. I decided to make a breakthrough. After I arrived in Beijing, I studied the far with my heart, spent more time sending forth righteous thoughts, and eliminated my attachment to fear. A few days later, I felt my dimension was full of righteous thoughts, so I started to distribute truth clarification materials I brought from my hometown and put up self-adhesive stickers with information about Falun Dafa. When I went out to distribute informational materials one night, I was suddenly afraid. I kept reciting Master's poems. In the poem Righteous Thoughts and Righteous Actions from Hongying Tu, Master says, Quote, A great enlightened one fears no hardship, having forged an adamantine will free of attachment to living or dying, he walks a path of far rectification confident and poised. While I recited Master's far, I was no longer afraid. I knew that Master removed the substance of fear for me. I distributed all the materials and returned home safely. I went to put up truth clarification stickers one night. When I got home, I sent forth righteous thoughts to help the stickers stay longer and not let bad people tear them down. The following day, I went to that street to see if the stickers were still there. I found that only two were torn down. Most of the others, including one right in front of the police station, were still there. This helped me realize the effects of righteous thoughts. Several days later, a local fellow practitioner told me, a Falun Dafri's good sticker in front of the police station has been there for many days, and it is still there. I was excited to hear this, and I knew Master was encouraging me. Part 2. Clarifying the Truth in the Neighborhood Not long after I came to Beijing, my son's house had to be demolished, so we moved close to my grandson's school. The day we moved, a neighbor came and chatted with us. I had always wanted to tell her the truth about the persecution, but I didn't have the opportunity. Now that she came and talked to me, 
I told her about the staged self-immolation incident at Tiananmen Square and encouraged her to quit the CCP. She happily did. Since I moved to this new neighbourhood, I used every opportunity to clarify the truth to people in the community. One afternoon when I picked up my grandson from school, I talked to another elderly lady. It turned out that her grandson was in the same class as my grandson. So I told her the truth about Darfa and the persecution. When I told her about the torture and persecution practitioners suffered because they didn't give up their faith, she was very sympathetic and even wept. One day she called and asked if I could visit her. It turned out that she and her good friend wanted to learn how to practice. Although they didn't persist in doing the exercises, they helped all their children and grandchildren quit the CCP and its affiliated organisations. I met an old woman who was collecting recyclable materials. She greeted me like a long-lost family member and talked to me about her family. After we chatted for a while, I told her the truth and begged Master to save her. She agreed to quit the Young Pioneers. As we talked, her husband came over. She said, Help my husband quit the Young Pioneers too. I asked her what her last name was, and she told me both her and her husband's names. They wanted to quit the CCP's youth organisations with their real names. A few days later, it was summer vacation. Her grandson and granddaughter came from her hometown to visit them. When I went to see her, she told her grandchildren, Listen to what this grandma says. It would be best if you quit the young pioneers. This grandma is telling you for your own good. Both children readily agreed. Compassionate and great master arranged for people to come to me to learn the truth, and I was really happy for them. I told the truth to many people in the community. Part 3. I will do anything to save more people. In May 2021, a friend asked me if I could help a family pick up their child from the daycare centre. I agreed and hoped that it would give me opportunities to reach more people and tell them the truth. When the child's father saw me for the first time and learned that I was 63 years old, he said, Wow, you look so young. My mother is 65. She looks much older than you. My mom has high blood pressure and can't pick up my child. Look how healthy you are. When I picked up the child the next afternoon, I saw many elderly people waiting to pick up their grandchildren. I greeted them. They all complimented my youthful and sunny appearance when they asked how old I was. I thought, all these people have a predestined relationship with me. I must try my best to save them. I thought about how to clarify the truth to the parents of these children. When Master saw that I really wanted to save people, he made arrangements for me. I was very kind to the child and I sometimes brought him snacks. He liked me very much. I took the child to a neighbouring park after school and we often saw his classmates there. I told their parents about the persecution when we chatted. The child I picked up had about 20 classmates. 16 children's parents or grandparents quit the CCP and its affiliated organisations after learning the truth about DARFA and the persecution. The experience was amazing. For example, when I thought of clarifying the truth to someone, I would soon run into that person alone. Sometimes on the way to school, 
sometimes in the park, and sometimes in the neighborhood. It seemed like a coincidence, but I knew it was all arranged by master. I didn't clarify the truth to the child's parents when I first worked for them, because I wanted to give them more time to know me. After a few months, the child's parents said they were very happy with me. When I took a vacation before the new year, the child's mother gave me 300 yuan, saying, it's a new year's gift. I politely declined. When I told them the truth about the persecution, the child's father immediately said, Auntie, please help me quit the CCP's youth league. The child's mother also agreed to quit the CCP. Part 4. Conclusion During these years in Beijing, I clarified the truth wherever I went. In nearby supermarkets, farmers markets and parks, many people learned the truth about Falun Dafa and the persecution and quit the CCP and its affiliated organisations. As long as we study the far well, have righteous thoughts and put our hearts into saving people, Master is always by our side to protect us. The old forces don't dare to persecute us if we have the sincere wish to save people. I also realized that Master arranged everything for us. And all we need to do is remove our attachments, step out and do our part. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.